start the show. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what's the show about? No, we don't know. Hi, everyone. Only podcast knows. <laughs> what was that? Hello, everybody. <laughs> My name is Podcast Jafaris, and I am an actor and builder at the Factory of Fear. Uh, I'm Brett. I'm in charge of this shit show. I'm Brian, actor trainer, and actor myself at the Factory of Fear. This is a really like sad start. Like I think it. I think it's because it's so late. Can we just? Can we just? cut this and do nope. it. Nope. No. God damn this, it. We're no. not going to. We're we're freestyling this. This is our sad Charlie Brown intro. We are Only uh only podcast knows where it goes from here. We're sitting on the wall with our Yep. And we're just contemplating life. Um so today's episode is um Brian's cup of tea literally. Um we're talking about actor training. And uh, more specifically, the what what's different about infected actor training and the things that we have to go through that. But before we do that, how's your guys' day? Uh, it, it, yeah. I'm uh, I spent the day cutting metal, and I don't want to. And then. I printed some t-shirts, and then I did some artwork and ordered some flyers. Uh, So I bounced around pretty good today. Nice. I uh, went to work and got shit on for what we do. Not not by my company, by another company we work, and they wanted a 800-piece order back to them today. Uh, They didn't have all 800 pieces cut out today though so like that's cool right yeah that's how business works so so they cut the pieces and send them to you yeah so they cut and then the they pieces. wanted them welded and set back yeah but but they couldn't provide the under. yeah i gotcha yeah. yeah that's makes sense i'm not gonna call out the company because it is like a big company but still uh, makes perfect sense makes perfect sense and then they're also like here's a 500 piece order we want it tomorrow just kidding we want it today <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah. yeah. No, it works about like you think it works. And then and then I try to get my four-year-old to stand in line to take pictures at T-Ball. And it's easier to teach them baseball than it is to get them to stand in a line. Yeah. I believe that. I yeah. also believe that. I have zero interest in teaching my kid how to play baseball. It's frustratingly fun. I'm, uh, I'm of the mind that I'm going to put the kid on ice skates. That's, hockey pads. That's what I'm trying. <laughs> and I'm going to let him just go out and fall on his butt. Like, that's my... I told Bo, as soon as you lose your front teeth, we're playing hockey. Nice. Don't nice. let him grow back. Yeah, now, now that you say that, I'm getting ready to do, like, four grand worth of dental work on my kid. <laughs> hockey so, might be a bad play. Uh, well, they get... Yeah, changes. he's going to get a mouth guard is what's going to happen. Maybe MMA boxing is better for him. No. I've met MMA fighters. I'd rather he lose a couple teeth playing hockey. Thank God his mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> or maybe she does. I don't know. I just want to start every episode with how our day went. Oh. I, f- I feel like our audience doesn't know us that well. 
or they know us too well. I would assume that anybody listening to this train wreck knows us really well. Well, yeah, but like new audience members who don't will get to know us. Uh, so here's a side sidebar thought that we get kind of you and me had kind of talked about earlier. So like. Our original goal was to get a handful of podcasts on before we really, like, tried to promote it at all, um, and, because uh, we were talking about, like, the ad that you have to listen to before and after the show, mm-hmm. um, in something like a hundred plays, we've made, like, 30 cents, right? Like, <laughs> at this rate, we'll make a dollar by the end of the year, all big right. things are coming our way. Um, and I said, you know, the, the way to skyrocket that number would simply be to like do an introductory post and share the links for everything in Hunter's Hangout because that's partially, oh my God, that's going to be loud. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so we can get crucified. uh, Well, yeah. and, And, and that's the thing is like. Uh, oftentimes, I believe that uh, there's a right and a wrong way to do things, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you got the the cat that was making the uh, the pit, the spotlights, the haunt uh, LEDs, the pin lights. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ned's because that's who we just use like the now. little LEDs that we have all throughout the haunt. In yeah, the... just like the like. Okay, I think I know what company it is. Well, no, no, there's like there's a kid on Haunter's Hangout who has decided he's going to. Oh, so it's just a a haunter making that? Yeah, I mean Fuck he's yeah. tried to make he's tried to make a business out of it, right? But so Ned's already kind of did that, right, in the last year, and their product is amazing. Like we used to make our own. Um, Many hours spent at this table making pin lights for the haunt uh, via the Alan, the Alan Hops method of like piece of PVC uh, wire hanger, like blah blah blah, um, and you can make them fairly cheap. But like Ned's for a couple bucks has already done the work, and they're like a better bracket with a wing nut to be able to adjust it, and like. Like, got his process nailed down. Yeah, he's got the process nailed down, man. His LEDs are better than what we were buying to make ours with. Like, for me, it's worth a couple extra bucks to not have to do the process. Oh, absolutely. Because we were losing, like, three, four days building lights. And then, you know, on top of the week that it takes to scatter them throughout the haunt when we decide we want more light. You know, replace old lights, blah, blah, blah. So, um, anyways, this kid, he decides which I assume is because he saw the push that Ned's was getting, um, which, you know, Ned's has a pretty well-known haunter uh, involved in his company. Um, So, uh, you know, picked up ground real quick. He's got a lot of friends. You know, we all kind of migrated that way, right? It's a cheap alternative to LED lighting and haunted housing. And so this kid saw that, from what I can gather, and was like, I could do that, right? And he might even be, like, undercutting costs just a little bit. Um, I can tell from the photos that they're the same LEDs that we used to get that weren't quite bright enough mm-hmm. because of the way that the, the light um, has, like, a halo around it. Yeah. So, like, it hits the thing, but then there's also a halo mm-hmm. around the center of the light. Uh so I'm not even really interested in trying it, right? Um, 
I bought like a I don't even remember what they were ten dollar sample pack of Neds last year at Transworld, and like right after that I was like, bet, you know, we just we put in a huge order and yeah scattered them throughout the haunt like replaced our old crappy ones at least uh, most of them, and uh, so anyway so this kid decides he's going to do that, and he's spamming the Facebook groups oh like. Like, at least one post every day, if not multiple posts. And, like, every other day, he's got some different name for a sale. And it's, like, it's bizarre, too. It's, like, buy six LEDs, get one free. Or, you know. Yay. Like, like it, just, just the most random, like, I respect anybody's hustle. Right? Yeah. Uh, I got a few hustles myself. Is this um, lately? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but where that ties into what we were talking about was, you know, how we're going to gain it is to put an informative post out on um, Hunter's Hangout, introduce ourselves, whatever. Is it going to open us up to some hate? Probably. Um, but the reality is, there's probably haunters that would want to listen to this babble. Um you know, that was essentially the whole reason we started in the first place, because yeah. you had said there wasn't enough, and you were looking for more content. Yeah, and it's starting to pick up now, but there's a, I don't know, it depends how much you think, how much haunt uh, you want to consume, Right. but I work a job that I listen to something all day, every day. So well, we all do. I'll yeah, I'll stack up yeah. on like uh, you know, let episodes stack up and just play them all through till. I call week. that podcast city. Podcast city. <laughs> yeah. So you just let them all go through. Trying to trying to make a one. Well, what, what really happened city. was I got to a point that I was back to listening to something every day, all day, and went through every. haunted house podcast that I can that was entertaining to me because there were a few out there that just wasn't palatable to me and I was like eh not my style um is this your style this is my I don't know because I'm on it right I don't I honestly couldn't I tell mean you. format wise like is this is it's this, weekly that that's a it's new, con- <laughs> new content regularly and and yeah. that was the idea of um which we're finding is kind of difficult to schedule weekly and also have things to talk about weekly. Um, um, yeah, and it's one of those, there are certain podcasts that are weekly that I love, but also, you know, if a week comes out and it's a topic that I don't, because they do topics, um, and if it's a topic that I don't care for, I'll listen to, you know, I'll listen to their intro, their uh, short babble to it, you know, and then whatever's they get going on in their life, as soon as it gets started, and you're like, all right, I'm I'll, done. I'll give it five minutes, ten minutes, and if it's not, if it's not clicking with me, I'll, I'll sign off. But then again, the next week there's a new topic, right? And actually, that there's a topic that they just put out that I was really into, and have a lengthy message to send them here soon once I get it put together. <laughs> In, like, in a good way. So you're interactive, uh, okay. Sometimes. Um, I'm not like interactive. So. Well, and, and so that's that's what actually got us on it was 
uh, as we were sitting trying to like figure out what we were going to talk about tonight. I didn't want to come up with ideas. I don't want to think of what to talk about on the podcast. I want somebody to Our tell Our main me goal is to the... get enough people listening that have general interest in what we're talking about and want our view or our opinion on haunt-related whatever yeah. uh, so that we can... There's a name for that. Uh, so we can roundtable it. It's called engaging your audience. Yeah. Well, and I mean, again, uh. so, so by putting... By putting a random post out to say, hey, we've recorded a couple episodes, may or, may or may not be your cup of tea, but if it is your cup of tea, feel free to give us a follow on our Facebook page or whatever, um, because sooner or later we're going to be looking for topics. Yeah. Um, and for me, I don't know if I want, I don't want to, I don't want to call out any podcasts, um, but like. For them, they do. They they come up with topics that are either active in their lives or ones that are suggested, and and then they do a pretty I would say a pretty good way of engaging with their audience and stuff. I'm not one to post on social media or like comment or anything. Yeah, um, no, I pretty much unless it's a direct like reason for, um, like advertising a haunt event or like. One of the Monster Fest events, like yeah, I pretty much stay clear. Although I have shit posted a little bit in the last <laughs> week or two, uh, uh, I, I I've been getting it. I've been getting feisty. Uh, I had a good one about Amber Heard today. Uh, oh, because uh, man, uh, I just you know let's not get let's not get wrapped up in no, no, what's I'm going not gonna on get, in the world today. I'm not going to get I wrapped up of... in it. But the reality was like. Uh, I'm the kind of nerd that will regularly listen to, like, uh, the House floor of Congress on, like, C-SPAN. Just to hear, you know, whatever bill they're talking about or whatever. It's good background noise, right? And when there's high-profile court cases, I do the same thing. Yeah. Because, again, most of the time, there might be a little sprinkle of something interesting in it. But otherwise, it's just background babble. And... She hit the stand today, dude, and I was like, this is fucking horrendous. Like, Is that still going on? Yeah. I didn't realize that. I she just went on the stand today, so, and she probably got two or three days of testimony, So, if I had to guess. My friend called me after work and informed me what was going on in our government, and I got fired up, and I'm still, yeah. I'm still fired up. Yeah, I made some posts about that, too. I'm absolutely fired up. Yeah, but this isn't a political podcast. No. So, anyways, if you're from Hunter's Hangout, leave a nice (laughs) comment saying how pretty our voices are. Oh man, we're just my voice is not pretty. I don't. I don't. Well, they can't see our faces, so So, they have to say we're pretty. No, actually, actually, slight plug: we do have an Instagram page (laughs) where you can see our faces. Um, I. I, I was unaware of this. I, yeah, yeah, this is a surprise. I, in the last couple of weeks, um, have curated just about every form of social media that I could think of. Um, so we have a Twitter. Uh, the Twitter is... Uh, what is it? Recently, nope, that's definitely not it. <laughs> podcast Recent D, I think, is, is what the at ended up being. 
podcast um, recent deed. Oh, motherfucker, you do. Yeah. And they're all pictures off your phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian's the only one that's taken any pictures while we were doing the podcast. Uh, actually, Rosie did. She just sent them to me. Well, you don't remember me being Checks like, out. hey, send those pictures to yeah, me. Yeah, I thought you just wanted them. Yeah. I didn't think you were making an Instagram. Yeah. So we have an Instagram for whatever that's worth. Well, we got one follower now. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah see, look, it works. Yay. Um, so, uh, so we got a, the Instagrams, we got a Twitter, we've got a YouTube page where you can listen to the podcast on the YouTube page. Um, I doubt there will ever be anything else there unless we get video. I heard from other podcasts that if you have a YouTube page that holds your whole catalog. Yeah. Compared to like Spotify will eventually get rid of like yeah, episodes. Yeah. yeah. Once you get hundreds in, they'll start wiping old, um, well, and even even our host, it only holds like 500 hours. Oh, really? Yeah, so we're, we're averaging an hour and a half. That's 250. Um, what time did we start this? Um, we're 17 minutes in. Okay. We'll uh, around 9.15-ish. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> unless, unless conversation gets really good, we'll see what happens. That's um, true. We're supposed to... I'm gonna remind everyone. Actor training. Cool. Yeah, I have a whole. Eventually, outline. we'll circuit. We'll get. Well, but again, that. that's what we were. We were trying to be a little more loosey goosey on this one. I like it. Um, See, this is the more haunt talk. Yeah, this now we was need to talk about haunted houses. This was uh, this was what again what what the conversation led to. Like, oh, we should do a podcast because mm-hmm. we get really in depth conversations on shit, and then. Uh, it's just the three of us and no one else is listening, so. Um. Oh, no. Is there a disaster? Oh, I don't know. My screen shut off. Did we just just lose 17 minutes? No, 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 no. It's still recording. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, what goes into training our actors originally, Brian? Like, what, what do we do different than other haunts? That's a tough question to ask me. Okay, let me take yeah, that. Let me, let you start, and then we converge. Because I have my own methods. So, traditionally, before Brian was here, we would describe ourselves as an improv-based haunted house. Um, so, we try to focus on interacting with customers. Um, Quick click in your bed. Pretty much more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to get up later to write something down. Um, I got you. So we we uh, we focus on improv. Um, uh, I think we've we've went over it before, but uh, the idea is that we've created a world within this building. Um, your character is within the world within the building. Um, there's some crossover topic about like you know we don't really acknowledge COVID's a thing. Aside from we know we're supposed to wear a mask, uh, because that's what they've told us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, that was that was mainly a way to stay uh, politically neutral on it, um, and also adhere to our guidelines. Um, but it goes with anything, you know. Um, one of the things we've always trained about uh, in in a story that I've told is like. 
I don't care what you're doing in that scene when I walk in. But as soon as you realize I'm there, whatever you're doing, whether it was something you were supposed to be or not, you better damn well in, interpret that, in, incorporate that into what you're doing to interact with me. Because, in theory, I might not belong wherever, or it might be the other way of I'm extremely welcomed to whatever it is I'm going into or, or whatever. Um, so, you know, if you're, a, if you're a cat lady, you might be ecstatic to have visitors. If you're uh, working, friends. if you're working on a uh, important science thing, you might be bothered by visitors. Um, and and the other side of that is, with the cat lady, you don't want to. Hello, welcome to my whatever. Um, welcome to my cat house. Yeah, <laughs> get uh, out. Get out. <laughs> uh, especially because we're not a storyline based. Well, we are storyline, but it's like Easter egg storyline. It's not written word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you go through our haunted house, you aren't going to have people jump in your face and be like, and then the cow god came up to me and did this. It's more going to be like, um, hey, the first room was a church, and I keep seeing this logo everywhere. Like, something's going up. Yeah. I've been in... So... Um, I'll mention it. The reality is he may never hear it, and he may hear it and get extremely pissed off, but we have a haunted house local that, um, they publish their story every year. And, and it's an extensive story. Yeah. And, uh, and it's great, like, that's, that's a thing that, um, you know, I, I don't know how many years they are into it, but I want to say it's in the teens mm-hmm. now. And, uh, you know, um, I will admit I've, I stopped paying attention to exactly where the story's at or whatever. But the reality that he does it every year and then they they even film like a short like movie slash trailer that lines up with the story. Um, I think that's awesome. Um but for us, I never wanted to do that. I wanted to establish a storyline within the walls and have the guests uh, go through and become part of that storyline and, and do it naturally instead of... Um, the, the other example is not so close to us. There is a, another cult-based uh, themed haunted house, right? And... They pound the cult thing in. Um, I don't know. No, 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 no. The um, one that we went to. Yes. Uh, and and I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if they were doing the cult before us or if we were doing the cult first. And I really don't care because uh, we're not in the same market, right? It doesn't matter. Um, but I think the way that we we push our cult compared to the way they push our cult cult is just like drastically different like everything there revolves around the cult and it's way obvious like way obvious like our logo is scattered throughout the building um but it's it's like nonchalantly scattered right 
like it's Easter eggs. We're leaving Easter eggs through the haunt to try to tie stuff in. And it's across logos on boxes, logos on envelopes, logos on um, cast members, you know. Um, the girls, Specific ones. Yeah, the, the girls in medical are all branded um, <clears throat> because they're all experiments that, you know, are essentially being funded by the... the Cult. Organization, yeah, the not cult. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, it's cult, but spelled with a V instead of a U. Yes, <laughs> no. that's, that's our. <laughs> um, so again, you know, uh, there's different ways to to tell that storyline, and and with that, uh, we try to we try to put our characters in, uh, even before actors develop their characters. Are we try to make our sets flow, right? Um, whatever's next to the thing before it or after it should make sense. We've, I've tried really hard over the years to make that a thing. Um, because again, I came from a absolutely traditional JC's haunted house where <clears throat> the first room was clowns, the second room was polka dot glow in the dark on the wall, the third room was a mummy. The fourth room was like spooky. It literally, dude. That's a whole nother. I could do a whole podcast on on oh, traditional mommy. style haunted houses. Traditional haunted house. Ironically, that is the first thing I ever did in a haunt. I was a mummy. Really? Yep. That was my room that y'all got a giggle out of. Honestly, though, some of the loudest screams in the building all night long. Really? The the gag was the gag sold it. Oh, but it didn't okay. matter what I was so, actually doing. I'm going to interject this for a second because last year I went to one haunted attraction with multiple haunts at it. Um, and one of them was a freak show house or a circus house, whatever. And the first room was Egyptian. And I thought it was really weird. Like it was just a weird two first rooms. And it had like a nice silicone Anubis style mask and stuff and it was a you know decent scare but just really kind of like out of place and then the rest of it was like the freak show the clowns all that um and we walked out and the person I was with goes that was so cool that they did the Egyptian I'm like what like that made no sense (laughs) why like like, why (laughs) they go well that was part of like freak shows back in the day like it was like oh from the you know they Dudes used what, of Egypt. They used whatever storyline they could to make it interesting, to yeah. make it worldly and make yeah, it interesting. Yeah, and that's the thing is that, if and if I didn't know that information, it didn't make sense. But as soon as I got that information, it was like the coolest thing ever that they threw that in, even though most people won't get it. And and I think that that probably is worth mentioning that, like, which we have that scheduled for, you know, either a topic here or even in a future um, show where... We kind of go over, like, ideas and how things are tied back to each other and, like, why when you come through our haunted house, a call center might not make sense if you tell someone we have a call center. But in all reality, anybody who's ever worked in a call center, it's the most horrifying spot in this haunt, right? Because yeah. the phone just rings and rings and rings and no one picks it up. Like, oh, I love walking through with a group and then everyone, all the adults go, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in all reality, it was a cheap set and, you know, yeah, it just kind of happened and, so and it worked. I, I have some, um, some thoughts on story based haunts once you're done. 
Um, I don't know. We got massively sidetracked, but... No, do your story-based haunts while we're here. So, just remember to bring us back to our topic. No, yeah. I'm going to. 16.9. We, cur- we currently have a uh, a viral TikTok that I is. Oh, tr- is it considered viral? Um, I don't. I mean, it's got a lot it's of viral views for on us. It. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's. I think right now it's our second most viewed TikTok since so we been, started our TikTok channel. I've been to a good amount of haunts. Um, some very story based, some not, and some some doing what we do of that subtle story. I can tell you as a haunted house fan, I eat up any videos written down story i am that guy who is reading it on the way to the haunt watching on the way to the haunt like the day of getting all my ducks in a row so i know and i've been to haunts that have a whole book i own a book of a haunted house and it is a fantastic storyline and then you can go to the haunt and and you can pair all the things and you're like this makes sense you're this person you're that person this room makes sense so with that being said um i have approached an author friend of ours um (laughs) to uh to possibly do such a thing Mm. and and what it would be would be from when i took over uh yeah we like started because so when i started here there was no story whatsoever. there was no theme there was no story there was no so but on the flip side of the people who dig the story there's a lot that just don't care don't care yeah they yeah really and, spooked. and again for me having that book would be uh you know the reality is we have a gift shop it's another thing to sell in the gift shop yeah um and and because um, the market for it would be so small, it's not like I'm going to print hundreds of copies of it. I'm going to print, like, a run of maybe, I don't even want to say 30. Like, I'm going to print a short run and see how they sell and see if anybody likes it, you know? Yeah. Um, I I would say at least a good, like, I'd say a good amount, a decent amount, because we have had at my previous haunt, um, one time we messed up with how many daughters um, one of the characters had. We brought <laughs> <laughs> so it was <laughs> Kelly's gonna kill me. Um, so I wasn't around at this point, but from what I understand of the story, is that um, this character had X amount of offspring, and then a few years later, like four or five, I don't know, they brought the daughters back. And I think they missed one. And it was all fine and dandy until one person came up to the ticket booth and was like, Where's the other daughter? Plot hole. So we had to go back and look. And like, because like, so we did a short synopsis of what Mm -hmm. the theme is that year because that haunt changed every, or it was the same storyline, different theme. And I believe, uh, they had to go back and look to make sure that they had the right amount of daughters and stuff. Because so some people pay attention. Well, it's a continuity thing. I oh mean, yeah. Well, then our, in our last season, knowing it was our last season, we tied everything together. You should have went through. I, I should have because it was. Such I a went good. a lot before I I fell in so hard here. Yeah. 
Um, I, I wish I got you out there. Because um, it was tying every, or not everything, um, but it was tying but the vast a lot majority of our of the stories together. Yeah, it was tying it all together. Um, I'll have to explain our last scene sometime. Probably off the pod. Um, it was a cop out. I hated it, but I loved it. Um, um, well, so, so going back to like the original question. So we always we always keep in mind that we're a world within a world, mm-hmm. right? And because we do events like Infected, which this is going to tie to that too. Um, we have to do, so, so we do one big mandatory training every year where everybody has to be here. The state requires it. We go over our, you know, safety guidelines, our, um, general operating, like. And in depth. Yeah. Yeah. Super in depth. And, you know, I've been, I don't know, 10 years now spewing the. It's obviously we've added to it over the years. Uh, every year something gets added to it, but like most of the talking points I've been talking about for ten years, I could pretty much read you the thing without reading it at this point. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's a necessity, right? Like, oh yeah. Because every year you take on ten, fifteen, sometimes twenty actors that aren't returning actors and they need to be up to speed with how we do things. And um, so again, based on the, based on the improv side of it, um, you know, we go back to, you know, it's been, it's been described as uh, 15 to 30 seconds of Olympic gameplay um, every minute. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so you go from you go from maybe dead silence whatever to full blown acting, and then we don't reset, right? The people just leave us while we're still going, and I think that's an important thing to like even talk about is like um, some haunted houses like you walk in a room, room's empty, startle scare, somebody jumps out. What do you do after the jump out, right? And, mm-hmm. and this goes to your your uh, scare, right? Um, so after you jump out, right? Then is your oh, character the acronym scare? Yeah. So okay. then you're then you're you know is your character just a creature or a shadow, and it gets the scare and it disappears? Um, and how to do that tastefully, right? Yeah. Like. Um, if I'm a Victorian waiter and I jump out, ah, probably the odd ah doesn't really make sense, right? Yeah. But I got the scare. That's what matters, right? That's the important part. And then I just awkwardly slink back into a corner. But now my blo- my cover's <laughs> been blown and they can see me, right? And then I just stare at them until they leave the room. Hi. Right? <laughs> 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 Um, that's a surefire way to ruin a haunted house for me personally, right? Um, so, so going back to what we've always preached is no matter what your, um, what your actual action is, like what your, what your scare or startle or interaction is, Mm -hmm. you should be doing something 
unless it's 100% a startle position. But you should be doing something. Group of customers walks in the room. You transition either what you're doing to acknowledge them or stop what you're doing to acknowledge them and be uh, bothered by the fact that you had to stop your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then quick interaction, obviously, because we're not trying to hold the group up. And then go back to what you're doing. As they're leaving, you should be getting back to what you're doing. You should not stop, start, stop. You should continue a fluid motion of what you're doing unless that initial start is a startle and you're supposed to be doing that. Um, Say your pants thing, Brian, because I think that would come in well oh, here. Um, just right off the bat or explain it? Say it and then explain it. Okay, you can't get po- you can't get caught with your pants down if your pants are already off. Um, what is the expression I use to exist in your scene as an actor? Um, you're not a doctor in a laboratory waiting for people to come through a haunted house. You're a doctor in a laboratory doing doctor shit in a laboratory. Um, so even if you're waiting for people to come through, as be a doctor in a laboratory. Um, that way. My favorite example, and I should have asked him about this, I went and guest acted at a haunted house that was heavily on pressure pads and knowing your cue, and of course the management would avoid them. But I was ready every single time, because out in a, in a cornfield you don't have pressure pads, you don't have that luxury, so you watch. And, cause he, and I would go off, do my thing, interact every time, and I think he got used to it by the end of the night because, like, at first it's like, what are you doing? Or how did you know? Well, and, and, and I think um, I've got a story to tell. And then, but I, I think it's important that we also mention that, like, we preach that when the managers go through or when managers are going through with customers, unless it's in a dead sprint that you can very clearly tell you should get the F out of the way um, because I don't stop very good and I have been known to plow somebody down if I'm in the in the wrong context of, of you know, doing a, a emergency thing, whether it's trying to kick a drunk out or uh, some kind of... Yeah, whatever. Some kind of possible life-threatening issue that's happening in the, in the haunt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh if I'm just walking through, even if I'm walking through with a cop, like, um, I've got friends that are cops that come through the haunted house, like... In uniform. Yeah, in, entertain. They're on duty. They entertain them when we're going through, like, mm-hmm. they didn't pay for it, but they should get the same show because they're going to go tell their buddies about it, you know? Yeah, well, um, and that's another thing I preach is, you know, when a band goes on tour, they have to play their first show and their 70th show. As if it's the same show. And they have to be the same show, yeah. So, it's the same thing for us. Your first customer and your last customer gets the same show. Yeah, and... and, I mean, that's a a sore subject for me, too. Like, I know some haunts treat the first group of the season and the last group of the season uh, quote-unquote special. Um, Oh, like one of those weird... Yeah, not my jam, man. Yeah, I don't... So I'm happy to see you as the first. I'm happy to see you as the... I'm probably happier to see you as the last. <laughs> um, but but our show is consistent. consistent. I don't... 
I don't do the I don't do the run through anymore and tell everybody that the review team is in the building and they're the next group. We used to do that hardcore at the beginning of of my tenure here. Um, now uh, I don't care because I expect that my crew does the thing. I don't even I don't even I'm not even gonna lie. I can't tell you the last time <coughs> that I've looked at our pre-sale ticket like names. Yeah. To see if any, like, I might look to see how many tickets have sold. But you're looking at, yeah. I am not looking at names. I don't know when the review team's coming. I'm normally just as surprised as anybody when I see them walk through the door. And then I'm like, hey, do you need anything? No? Have fun. Yeah. You know where, you know, I'll be in my office when you're Um, done. Or wherever I'm at. It's one of those, they shouldn't need that. (coughs) And as far as the haunts that do the special things, I get it as a marketing ploy. Um... I went to a haunted house that did that, that a friend worked at, and they wanted to, they were like, you need to be the last one, because then the whole haunt follows you out, yada yada, and I was like, I'm a haunter, you're not going to get the reaction, chainsaws aren't going to make me run, like, what do you want, you want, you want your whole cast to be sad, because you got a (laughs) shitty person to do that to? (laughs) So, so... Here's a continuity issue too, right? Like, yeah. Um, so, so we don't have clowns right now, but when we had clowns, they have a spot, right? Mm-hmm. And we went through this last time. We we did. <laughs> we did. No, no, no. no, we did. But uh, the conversation would be um, so intentionally, uh, well, somewhat unintentionally. It was just the design of the game, right? Um, wouldn't that be funny if there was a ball in it? <laughs> I hope uh, so. Um, the clowns are in a cage, right? Because yeah. the clowns don't belong anywhere else. Mm-hmm. We have clowns because people expect clowns in haunted houses. They don't make sense. Clowns yeah. in the swamp don't make sense. Clowns in um, the cemetery don't really make sense. Like, uh, it baffles me why you would want to pull clowns and witches and whatever it's an easier character but but no 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 not i'm not saying don't put them in the haunt i understand why people put them oh you're saying like just why bring them through the entire haunt with the last group you're breaking continuity of your show yeah yeah yeah. and well that and so i also went to a um more local haunted house and i was the last group through and i didn't have much of a storyline um, so it didn't, and their sets and stuff, you know, their characters weren't, it's just not their style. And that's fine. Like, I'm A-OK with a different haunt style than what I do at the haunted houses I work at. Oh, me too. Um, but it wasn't the fact, so they followed us out and did their kooky stuff. And again, they were following two haunters, so, you know, have fun. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. um... But they kind of ruined the show because it was just like, so I don't need someone following me all the way to the door. So that's, I don't care. That's uh, ruining the show, right? Well, so no, 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 no. yeah, it, it ruined the show for me. Well, no, this is I was gonna I was gonna relay it back to us, right? So, um, we had we used to we used to release probably a little bit prematurely. 
to where the last group would go in and then like on the queue for what we would normally let the next group in, Mm -hmm. the release person would start going through. And what that did was um, when our sound wasn't near as good as what it is now, which it's still not great, right? But you'd start hearing chatter behind the last group. And while the last group might not be... Not even that. You would start hearing all of the music and all of the noises shut off, like, yeah. behind you as you <laughs> so walk like, through. So, like, the yeah, so people like, would be, like, unplugging their phone off of Oxford. You'd be, like, and like, in the clown room hearing all the blaring music, and then, like, everything behind you would shut off, and then you'd hear, like, hey, are we ready? Like, can we go? <laughs> right. So, so, so then it became a... The store lights are, clo- are, yeah. are shutting off as you're walking yeah, out the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, you, you went to the bathroom, you walk out of the bathroom, and... All the lights are off. Like, what happened? Um, and then, you know, in the past, there's been the issue with, like, uh, um, whoever was releasing, like, wouldn't want to go through the clown room, so they'd skip the clown room. Well, that also skipped another room. Yeah. And you'd end up in front of the last group. So now you're so releasing really, the haunt. We talked about that And these people week. are going through, and they're like, where is everybody? <laughs> Pretty spooky show you guys got here. And then, and then I walk in and I'm like, you know, furious. And I'm like, get back in the set. So-and-so release. I don't care. There's customers in the building. You have to get back yeah. in the set. Like, well, I think now we... No, no, it's a way better... We got a way better jam going now. In um, my head, I try to get them at least into the call center, if not beyond, before I head in. Yeah, it, it's a... It's a uh, it was a learning thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, massive, massive derailment there. But going back to my favorite story, uh, when I'm training actors, um, and, and it's a yearly, I tell this story every year, probably 12 years ago, I went through a haunt. And as I was going through, it was probably a low-staffed night. Um, I've worked in the haunt industry most of my life, so... You can guess. The reality of if I was going through a haunted house, it was probably a slow night, right? Because mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they were open and my haunt wasn't. With the exception of like two years where I ran a haunt, but it was only on Halloween night. Um, so I'm going through and I feel like there had already been some down spots. But we walked into this pretty decent sized like room where you could tell things were supposed to be happening and these two or three kids were like sitting on a counter or something with their masks up on top of their heads <laughs> eating cheetos and then like it, it was like you know, 10 years ago yeah okay and you know um i uh i apologize to anybody if they got really loud because i just looked down into the bar was like red red uh sorry i got passionate um, but I walked in and I looked at, uh, I, I thought it was part of the gag because that's how I train my actors, right? Like expect the unexpected, right? Yeah. So even it, if you get caught messing around, you throw play it off, yeah. play it off. Right. And these guys just kind of looked at me and were like, oh, guess we missed that one and just kept eating their Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was couldn't like, even like threw out like a year early, <laughs> just nothing. Man. It was there was, and you know, you you. The longer you're in the industry, the more you learn that like certain places, and, and this place was notorious for it. When I, you know, before me, um, 
you'd get in and, and anybody off the street could walk in and act the same night. Yeah. Hey, I brought this friend, right? Now we have a whole application process and like, unless we're, for whatever reason, prom or whatever, really hurting for actors. Well, um, even then. I mean, and even then, I'd, for, acting the same night almost never happens anymore. Like, yeah. it's a liability issue and I'm not willing to, to do that, right? Um, but I, I just assume... They probably weren't regular actors, and they probably weren't trained. So we did just legitimately catch them off guard, and they were like, nah, not even worth trying to save it, right? Um, so that brings us back to how we do things. I don't like water bottles in sets. We, we have literally branded water bottles that I'm okay with being in a set if it happens to get caught. Uh, I hate the fact that everybody covered them with stickers because that kind of defeated the purpose. Um, <laughs> right. Sticker bombed out, including mine. Right. Um, but I have a lot less of an issue with you seeing a bottle that says Factory of Fear because that's where we're at. Yeah, right? just... um, that's here. That's here. Oh, my God. to sell out to corporate America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but again... To see a brand new shiny um, Mountain Dew bottle on oh, a yeah. window ledge, which big, big haunt Chicagoland. I witnessed that and like freaked out for the manager. Like, like as I was going through, I was like, "Fix that shit!" Like to the actors, right? Oh my god, uh, who didn't know that I was decent friends with the the manager, right? Yeah. And then, and then, of course, at the end of the haunt, he's like, "How was it?" And I was like, I pulled him to the side, and I'm like, "Go in there right now and fix this shit," because there's like, it was like a bedroom scene, and it had a window, and literally in the like window a focal seal, point of the room. Yeah, literally in the oh, window no. seal, there was like two Gatorade bottles, a water bottle, and a monster. And like, I've got rooms in the haunt where that would like blend Why? in, right? Yeah. This. Not at all. At our viral rhythm. Not at all. Like, it was It was literally a highly distressed room and then, with no with no implication that they, like, eat or drink in this room. And then just clean, full. Like, it's not like it was an empty Powerade bottle with piss in it, right? Like, because <laughs> like, that would be, that would be kind of funny. Like, you could yeah. maybe tie that back into the room. Um no, it was definitely the actors' drinks, like on a on a shelf. Um, oh. But the other side of it is cell phones, right? Obviously, the preference is leave your cell phone in your locker. We provide lockers, bring a lock, lock your stuff up, so it's not an issue. Um, I understand that there are rules to that. As a thirty-five-year-old man, I ain't leaving my phone in my locker. It's gonna be in my pocket. Yeah. But I'm an adult, and I can leave it in my pocket unless there's an emergency. Right? Um, these kids... As a, matter <laughs> of fact, as a matter of fact, I prefer my managers have their phones on them in case, for whatever reason, they, radios do. don't work, whatever. I use... when I Cell phones are a lot more reliable than the, than the radios. Um, yeah, I used to not keep my phone on me when acting here, and then when... I started as a manager. It's just one of those. I, it's a necessity I for us to have I can't them. go one night without it. Yeah. Because even if I can feel it buzzing in the queue line, I can You can walk backstage and look. Yeah. Um, so with so, that being wait, said. Wait, wait. I got a story. Where does Shango that, get his phone? That, 
Um, I have that little pouch full of fingers. That's where I keep it. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, Shango is terrible about answering his phone during the show, too. I bet. No, because this is my <laughs> story. Hold on, this is my dad's <laughs> story. Um, a group came through one time, and I got a buzz on my phone, like, in the middle of the, talking to this group, and I was like, hold on a second, and I pulled the phone out, and I said, hey, Dad, how's it going? Because <laughs> it was Brett calling me. And, like, I... And the conversation literally went, is there a group in front of you right now? <laughs> yeah, you want to say hi, Dad? Like, <laughs> I gave him the punch. So Golden. It was golden. So and, that I will said, be a mem- and that will be a memorable experience oh, for yeah. that group. So I set my screensaver as something possum-related during show nights. So that way, because people always, they can never ask, hey, can we take a picture with you, right? They say, hey, can you take a picture? So you pull out your phone? Take a picture and leave. <laughs> I come back and take a picture with them, but, you know, I make it seem like I go, but, like, learn to talk. So, possum Instagram page coming soon. Is where, it? Where it's just random all pictures. The, all the pictures. <laughs> random random uh, selfies that the possum is taking and walking away. No, they should all be, like, um, wrestling uh, Austin Theory, I think is his name. But his whole gimmick is, like, after a match, he takes a picture like a oh. selfie, but like that's that should be the possum's gimmick. Is like you meet somebody and they ask you to take a picture, you pull your phone out, take the selfie, and walk away. So I have a and like random pictures of garbage with like really nice filters on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I have another idea for the possum character, um, just to add to his little bag of tricks. That's not an original idea whatsoever. Because there's, I'm glad you're like censoring yourself because I'm not. Um, you have been. Uh, yeah, I've tried. I'm, I'm I, a sailor and I don't need to be. So, uh, not an original haunt idea because there's no original haunt ideas. But On popular opinion, there what? is nothing original in the haunt industry anymore. Somebody no. has done some form of whatever it is you think is the brilliant idea that yeah, is original. And, that's, well, and this is what I hate is when and people that's get... that's what makes our industry great. That's, yeah, people get upset about that. And it's like, it's okay do it better or do it your way. And yeah. if, though, if if you can't do it better, then do it your way. And if doing your way doesn't bring you happiness, then why are you in this industry? Then do something else. It's like, oh, I want zombies. Well, every haunted house had zombies at one point. Make them your zombies. I'm so glad that it's going away. I know. So, so... <laughs> Training actors, am I right? I, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to be an issue, but like... I think part of it was advertising and whatnot last year, but, like, we took a year off from Infected because poor taste, right? Yeah. Uh, Like the name. Right. So we brought it back last year, and it was literally the worst ticket-selling event we've ever done. And I was like, this might be the death of Infected. Like, as great of an idea as this was and as well-received as it was originally, it might have played its thing because zombies, you know, Walking Dead is dead, right? Yeah. Um... Uh, thank God for Shingo, right? He might save the day, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, uh, man, what? <laughs> it's gone. It's gone, man. I, I lost it. Oh. I got nothing. See, me, zombies aren't scary. They're like clowns to you. Well, even clowns to me aren't scary. That's not, nothing strikes fear into me by a zombie. Have we talked about the brains incident on uh, the podcast yet? 
No. I don't think so. Brains incident. I'm Re- gonna I'm gonna really, this is another story. Probably. Uh really great haunted house. Um built the haunted house to be a haunted house. Uh amazing show. I absolutely love their show. I've loved it every time I've went through. Um on the maiden voyage of us going through their show, uh, which they're always super, super uh, inviting and, and accommodating for us, and uh, we're going through their show, and it, it's, I mean, it's great, man. And we're walking through this section of, uh, like, cemetery slash graveyard, and this badass zombie comes, like, shambling out from under some leaves and, like, like lurches and, it, and it's good and then he's like brains like just completely <laughs> completely out of what <laughs> it was Ooh. it was completely out of place like yeah. um i'm not a fan of um brains limp leg dragon zombies i'm not a fan of that cuz it's and, just so overdone yeah, yeah, I don't... I'm not a fan... Wait, can you put your junk away before you contribute to the podcast? <laughs> and can you not contribute from all the way across the yeah, room? Yeah, man. Um, so, so, again, um, I don't know that I even got to this part in the when we were talking about the cell phone, a little callback here. Uh, so, so, one of the things that I've always trained for after telling that story about catching them eating Cheetos, right... I don't care if you're on your phone, if you're checking, like, grandma's in the hospital, or babysitter. or you're texting your babysitter, or whatever, or something, um, or, or significant other, or whatever it might be that you think is important enough to pull your phone out during my show, that's cool. If you get caught, whether it be by me or the stat, or the customers, it is your job to sell me Gotta play on off. why you had your phone out. If you're... The nurse or orderly, hey, I see you're on time for your appointment. Um, you know, yeah. uh, or, or, you know, even in one of the houses, like, man, I just ordered that pizza. That was fast. And then you can go on a whole gag about how they don't actually have pizza. Then what are you doing here? You know? Um, but yeah. I do want to um, touch on, so we touched on how... Traditionally, we train. I do want to touch on more of having your pants off. Can I fart on the podcast? I think you should. (laughs) I don't know if it's going to be loud enough. This is our first segment on the podcast, Brett's Fart. Nope, it was quiet. Sorry. Uh, Um, I had high expectations for that. (laughs) Should have just let it rip. That's what your other microphone is for. (laughs) We're just going to dub in a fart mic. So we have a timer for Brett when he goes on rants, and then a fart camera. A fart mic. Oh, a fart mic. Uh, Would that also be a hot mic? Uh, (laughs) uh, So it stunk too. Fuck. (laughs) So besides our, uh, um, besides our traditional mandatory training that a lot of haunted houses do that style where they call everyone in they give them the basics of safety and all that and how the show operates um i feel like i go a lot more not in depth as far as content but in depth with each and every actor of things i want because i constantly train throughout shows and before shows Mm -hmm. um 
I'm hoping to get to a point that I have at least one training before each event. Um, what is a lot, but... Well, so so I think it's worth mentioning that, like, we, we obviously, we had a stale way of what we would do. And, like, we always did an infected training where, like, I go over... How to zombie. So, so show with it being with it being an original concept for a show, right, and being completely different than what a normal haunt is, like there's safety concerns that you have to go over for this event specifically. Um, but then let's not forget that the whole the whole concept of the show is zombies, and like our zombies have three different stages. They're they're either um, not not bit, bit, or completely zombie, right? Mm-hmm. And normally that if that matters whether or not you're like an icon character or whatever, right? Like certain characters, it doesn't make sense at all for them to be. Uh, it's really hard to zombify a clown when it's a you know full headed silicone mass clown. Yeah. Um. So the storyline was always they were um, wise to it. The storyline was always clowns taste funny, so <laughs> so they they don't even go after the clowns, right? Plus, the clowns were always in cages. How's a zombie going to get to the clown in the cage? Yeah, right. They're safe. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite stories, and and maybe at some point I can get Nate on a show, but um, one of my favorite stories is like one of the infected. Nate literally just busted out a giant lawn chair in the middle of his room. And, like, summertime bubbles hung out in the middle of his room listening to music during the show. And these people were, like, getting chased through his room with zombies. <laughs> and he was just, like, chilling in the middle of the room. Like, <laughs> sucks to be you. Up top? <clears throat> um, so you went around him? That might have been the year that he was up top. It was either Because otherwise you would have to walk by him. I think it was the year where he had... I mean, it was the old clown room. I don't even know if you saw that clown I room. never saw that. Yeah, never so mind. no, it was the original clown... Well, not the original. The second. It was the original clown room that had chain link, and that wasn't up there. It was back here. Okay. Um, I remember that. But it was it was so good, man. And, and um, you know, really, that's something that can't be, like... That was literally uh, actor-slash-manager's idea of, like... Hey, this is what I think my character would do in a zombie apocalypse. Like, is yeah. this cool? Yeah, of course it's cool. I love the idea, you know. Um, and and customers loved it too. You know, it was hilarious. Um, which that also goes back to our training. Like, we emphasize that uh, unpopular opinion. Probably, uh, you can't scare every customer that comes through the haunted house. Um, and 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 one of my favorite. One of my favorite... Uh, that's, a, that's a dividing opinion, I'll say that. Right, and one of my favorite things that you've ever said is, we're all roller coasters in a theme park. I'm trying to ride them all, right? Yeah. So, and that's... that's uh, um, Same. Well, that's referring to different styles of haunted houses, right? Yeah. Different haunted houses. And I'm the same way, man. I don't care. I don't care how big or small your haunt is. I probably want to go through it and see what you're doing. Like, yeah. Um, and it's not to steal ideas or anything like that. It's I really love this industry and I really want I, to see what's going I on. I really in it. hope, and obviously I don't see. I know what our local temperament is like. 
I see Chicago Lands temperament from the outside. I'm definitely not on the inside. So, so with that being said, Chicago Land haunts, for the most part, have been super receptive and welcoming to us coming up from where we're at, going up there. Yeah, well, I don't know what they are haunt to haunt. From what I've seen, a fair amount of them will take in guest actors from other haunted houses. Um, you know, and Midwest Haunters Convention, Midwest Haunters Convention is there, and. They seem to all get along. Now, I don't know the nitty-gritty. I'm, I'm sure just like anywhere they have rifts between yeah. certain haunts or certain actors But I hope that as an industry, we're past the whole secrets. We're past the whole this or that. There is enough ideas out there that every haunt can be their own unique place. I know a haunt that if you say a word, they get testy. Because it's their word. I'll have to... I'll yeah, have to. that'll be an off... An off... Uh, whatever <laughs> story, but it's... Uh, I have never in my life heard such I just, shenanigans. I just, I just want the word. And... I'm, so... You're gonna laugh. So, but... So, I know uh, that... Can, can I, Do you want to say something? No, you go can, ahead. No, you, you can... <laughs> No, oh, I was just going to say that as an industry, we should be beyond that. Um, I don't like our current temperament here. And here, here, I will go on the record as saying it is my goal to get along with literally everybody. Um, um, here's a total derailment rant. Um, which it could probably be a full episode, really, uh, of what I would like to see happen locally as opposed to what has happened locally over the years. Um, and it's not even throwing anybody under the bus or anything. Um, once upon a time, I was homeless uh, as far as I didn't have a haunt that was quote-unquote my own, right? Yeah. Um, the haunt that I worked at closed down. I decided that it was going to be my goal to visit other haunted houses and write honest reviews about what I felt at haunts. Um, It wasn't going to be sanctioned by anybody but me. Um, You know, whatever. So, in doing that, most of the haunts that I visited were really receptive. Right? Right? I wasn't looking to do some kind of national whatever. I wanted to do it locally. Because at that point in time, there was a lot of misinformation on the internet. Twelve years ago, compared to now, the internet was totally different than what it is now, right? Yeah. So you might have the Times, the newspaper locally, post times and dates that were open. But that changes year to year. Yeah. And our prices could change and whatever. So then the next locations. year... Yeah, some haunts are the locations. So the next year, maybe they don't decide to cover haunted houses that year. And when you Google Quad City Haunted Houses, that article from last year or the year before, at one point it ended up being like five years ago, pops up. And then you got people coming to the haunted house that are like, it says online that it's only $5.00 hasn't been five dollars for five years dude you know now that we're in a market where haunted houses cost 20 to 30 dollars a piece 
you know, I'm I would almost bet if I looked for less than five minutes, I could find an article that says our price is under ten dollars. Yeah, and there's no there's no regulation on that. Well, yeah, there's just no way to filter that out. Like the one website specifically, I had sent like numerous emails. I even tried to buy the domain to get that information off the internet because it was so outdated. Um, but so I decided I was like, I want to start, uh, and it wasn't solely me. Uh, at some point, I must have proposed this idea or or in a roundtable discussion had this idea with somebody else to where. Um, I wanted to do a, basically a Haunters Association, but the Quad Cities, right? So, so whether it was once a month, once every other month, all the haunt owners or managers or whatever got together, had a roundtable discussion. Each haunt may, may be able to host it one night or whatever, maybe cater food, you know, everybody throws in whatever money for their plate and, you know, have, have decent food have an open conversation where if like like here we get a great deal on our on our printed banners, right? Like ridiculously industry leading discount uh, price on our banners. I'm not a secrets guy. If I can help Kelly get cheaper banners, not that she might, you know, whatever, but if she needs banners and she says, "Hey, does anybody have a banner?" place that they go to yeah i do and i i really cheap you know um and likewise you know printed materials or even now that we're so far into it marketing blah 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 um so i wanted to do that and then the other thing we wanted to do was make a directory that was up to date every year so it would be the most reliable information yeah, that you could do, which which I think at one point that was the tagline was the most accurate directory of Quad City haunted houses. So this this reminds me of an idea I had after I was haunt homeless. Um, and I'll I'll straight up say the name. Um, Dave's Pals with Lost Souls bus tour. I went on the Christmas one because obviously I was busy in October, and I had a absolute blast. And to me, if you're gonna see a handful of haunted, haunted houses in Chicago, that is the way to do it because it takes oh, yeah, all definitely. the stress out of it. And yep. Japes and I think it was Andrew Martincello were the costume characters. Super entertaining. We were on the bus for like 45 minutes. Great experience overall. Well worth the money. So I thought... Why not do that local? Why not do that local? Which we've, we've over the years talked about and it too. I looked into it. I guess... A local radio station has tried it and stuff, and what I was told was people get too rowdy, people get too drunk, yeah, you'd have and that. stuff like that. And it was just not where I wanted to go the, with my haunt career. The problem with the boo bus. Is that what it was called? Let me, let me write <laughs> you a story about uh, B100s. Are they even B100 anymore? Yeah. Are they still B100? I think so. Um, that DJ who we have nothing but love for, I still randomly talk to him. Uh, the DJ who used to run that... The one with my name? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, anyways. Um, He's definitely listening to this podcast, so we gotta... Yeah, no, not at all. There's no chance in hell he'll ever listen to it unless someone's like, Hey, they talked about you on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, But anyway... 53 minutes. Like, we were... 
for years we were a staple stop on that. Like, if they were only going to three haunts, we were going to be one of the haunts. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that was, you know, ticketing, like, yeah, dude, I'll give you a ridiculous discount if you want to bring a bunch of drunks through the haunt, right? What do no. I care? Um, worst case scenario, they have a good time and it brings me more business, like, which, again, whole episode could be on, <laughs> on you know, marketing and what you do versus what other people might think is a terrible idea to get more people in the door, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's unrealistic, though, right? Like, once, once, so the issue became, right, now that we're at Staple on that tour, well, I don't want to be on it because you guys are going there. Yeah. How petty, how petty could you possibly be to not sell a ticket because you don't want to be on it because it, another business is on it. You like, don't want thirty to fifty people coming through your haunt one night, bro. No, it was multiple buses. Like, was it? Yeah, it was a big thing in the Quad Cities at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was. I it was, was. It was every bit of two buses, if not three buses, for a couple of years. Wow. And and people were literally not. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nightmare to deal with the drunks. Like, which is why we were always like, yeah, we'll be on it, but we want to be the first stop. Because I don't want to be the last stop. I don't want to deal with that many drunks at 11.30 at night, you know? Um, But but going back to what I was trying to do was I was trying to have that that group whatever mindset, and and it just didn't work. Like... Yeah, well, and I think it's um, old-fashioned ideals old-fashioned haunted houses and the ideals of what haunting was 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, when you have those secrets. and Because another idea of mine was to become an actor-trainer, just a haunted house actor-trainer not affiliated with one haunt or another. Right. Um, but it was hearing stories about that boo bus um, that, well, if you trained factory, then I don't want you to train... Us or you train so and so, you know I don't want you to train us. So even if I offered it for free, it, it, it's interesting that I mean we've had this conversation not podcast related several times. Like oh yeah, it's interesting that that is a very real thing, right? Um, meanwhile, I'm running a haunted house. Um, who we've tripled in size since I've been here, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, easily we've tripled in size both staff both haunt both ticket price like I'd go as far to say we've doubled in size since I've been here yeah we well, and, and I mean 10,000 square foot since I've been here so obviously we, we can talk about it later on but like we bought the property right mm-hmm. um, ultimate goal is to fill this with haunted house some point is it realistic that it's actually going to happen that way? Probably not. At least not for a long... You'll be running it by then and I won't even want anything to do with this. Right? Or maybe my kid will be running it. Like, who knows, right? Maybe fear. Yes. Uh, shout out to Ruckus. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I... You know... The goal is to fill this with Haunted House. As much as we can... Uh, that makes sense right um 
the Quad Cities is only going to pay so much. Again, that's a whole nother, whole nother train wreck that we've talked about numerous times, not on a podcast. Um, and there's a time and place for it, and now's not it. <laughs> but uh, well, and it's not so much. So the Quad Cities is only going to pay so much. There's only there's only X amount of people that will work in a haunted house. Right. You know, you can just. It's not everyone's cup of and tea. And the Quad Cities is saturated. What? The Quad Cities is saturated with haunted houses. At one point, at one point, there was, man, I used to know the number off the top of my head. There was eight haunted houses within, like, 50 miles of each other. Yeah. Like, there was a lot, which, again, that's when I was doing the directory. And that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it's a great thing because, you know, keeping Halloween alive is, like, what's literally my life, my life work right now, right? Well, and and it's one of those that when people go to theme parks, they want to go on more than one roller coaster. Right. Now, if you guys want to have a pissing contest on which one they go to first, have at it. Well, but they're going to end up going on all. But let's talk about, now, you, now you're trying to staff all the positions that it takes to run those roller coasters. Yeah. Right? Well, and, I mean, you know, Haunt A might again. only take 20 people. Haunt B might take 60 people. Haunt right. C might take 15 people. Well, and that's, that's the issue that we kind of have now, right? Is like, the reality is I could not have enough actors in this building. Yeah. Like like we we have spread out so far now that even when we're at our full number of of people on our staff list working in the building, we could probably still have more even though that number is five times what it was when I started here, right? Yeah. Um so uh but but regardless, um Going back to, I don't even know what originally got us on this. I know trying to do the, oh, I was going to say real quick that uh, the directory thing originally, uh, how that originally happened, because uh, I, I kind of jogged the memory loose here. So the haunt that I was at before this, right, um, I was the youngest person dealing with haunted houses in the Quad Cities. Everybody else that was running the haunted house was... I'm trying to think how old Kelly even was then. She had to have been in her 30s. What years? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying trying to out her age, but, you know, worst case... Kelly's been in the industry for... The youngest she could have possibly been was in her 30s, and I was, like, in my early 20s. Yeah. And I'm coming from a place that... I have, um, I, you know, I'm young, so I'm on social media, uh, which then was literally Facebook, right? Yeah. Um, maybe Twitter was alive by then. Um, so, so I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, um, but I've also come from a background of, like, I built websites when I was in junior high. Like, it was a fun thing that I learned how to do at a young age, and... So, so you were an asset to these other haunted houses. Well, well, what or had could ha- have been? I, yeah, what had happened was, I after working in haunts for so long, and like, I don't even know that any haunts back then had a website. Mm-hmm. Kelly might have had one, maybe, um, but okay. nobody else had one, right? So somehow, um, I believe. The owner here, Perry Sr., mm-hmm. had had found out 
that we were reopening out there, whether it was a Facebook post he saw or maybe we had an ad in the paper, something. Um, and he came out to the farm, and for whatever reason, I was working that day, like, on the farm. And he stopped to talk to the owners. Uh, uh, technically, she was one of the owners, but my boss's wife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of had shorted the conversation with him or whatever. And I wouldn't have known he was there, but he left a business card in my door of the hearse. And I think he had seen the hearse, you know, driving around or whatever. Because I bought that originally for a parade car to advertise the haunted house, right? Nobody else had that at that time, right? Yeah. Um, So I saw it or whatever. He, you know, he calls and he's like, hey, the reason I had stopped out there was because he was trying to do... This is how old it was. A brochure that was like, like you know, three threefold. You open it up and it's like a map of the Quad City haunted houses. And okay, his logic was like a map of the stars kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. His logic was every year he sees this list in the newspaper because again, that's that generation, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're in the newspaper, not necessarily on social media. But he sees this list, and why aren't we sending customers to each other? Right? Yeah. If if all the honks get together, and we all put our information in it, we do a little map, blah, 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 every haunt has it. You get done at my haunted house, I give you a brochure, I send you somewhere else. Yeah. So, so now, instead of all of us having to design our flyer every year... We could have just designed one as a Quad City Cooperative, and we all had it, right? Um, the owner of my haunt didn't want anything to do with it that I was working at. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll, I'll design it for free. If I don't have to pay anything for it, I'll do the design work. So I posed to him... You get all the other haunts on board. Every we, we figure out how many haunts it's going to be. We figure out printing costs of how many to get. You know, this is way back when, so 500 at each haunt. Yeah. And we go from there. And then everybody pitches in. Everybody gets their 500 or whatever. Nobody wanted to do it. Nobody wanted to spend a dime. So upsetting. <laughs> and, and again, this... so So 12 years here... This is probably 14 or 15 years ago, right? So, um, whatever. Uh, long story short, that haunt closed. I ended up here. Waka, waka, waka. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for that. That was really good. Um, How much topic are we supposed to talk about that we haven't covered yet? Um, hey, you wanted a free-flowing show. We got a free-flowing show. I've been reading a book about good podcasts and they say if um the information doesn't end up coming up just let it go oh okay yeah and again so so like i think our last podcast i was really upset that we like hard cut it off like structured well not no not even that it was structured that we were like oh we're at the time limit let's cut it off and also in my head 
that was the perfect ending for the podcast. Just, like, <laughs> like right after I said, and it just cut off. It just cut off, and then I just hit pause, like stop, and we posted it. Right with no outro or anything. Oh, no, I, I, didn't, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. But in my head, as I was saying it, I was like, "That would be fucking hilarious." Um, but uh, how are we going to tell people to sit in the car? Right, that's the <laughs> joke. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but again, you know, when when uh, when conversation is happening organically like this, like I think it's a much better content. I think it's much much better content. But I also like really hate cutting it off because. Well, and, it, and I think it goes for what we wanted to do this podcast for. We didn't want this podcast to be super educational or super entertaining or and whatever. funny. It's supposed to be organic <laughs> haunt talk, and if you're a haunter and whatever we're talking about intrigues you, listen to it. If not, try another one. If not, go fuck yourself. If not, hey, go uh, fuck yourself. Uh, oh, that's a whole, that's a whole <laughs> episode, too. Uh, I believe Shango wanted to guest star on that one. Uh, yeah, he, he has can. grievances with the uh, with "Go Con- fuck yourself" guy. Coney Island. Yeah, yeah. We're fight. We're gonna fight. Um, Go to Coney Island. God, that would be a great episode. I bet that guy might be, might be down for that too. We should try to arrange <laughs> that. We just we just all drive up to Coney Island and try to find the. That guy calls himself the mayor of Coney Island. That should be easy to find. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's literally, but like literally, You're I saw like a, a video. Possum and Shango Adventures. I saw a video, We're just and I come- swear, I think that guy has his face painted on the side of a building on Coney Island. No shit. <laughs> so like, he might actually be the mayor. I don't know. I don't know. Um, everything we, I know about this guy, I learned from my audio from TikTok. We need so. more uh, Possum and Shango Adventures. So that we do. Shango and Possum go to Coney Island. Um, but we had an idea, like, last year, I think, for, like, a little mini-series before, I don't remember, before something, where, um, it was called Shango on the Go, and it was just Shango. Oh, it was the billboards! Was it the billboards? No, it was, like, a video series. No, no, well, like, but I sent Shango to, like, a convenience store? No, it's, like, Shango in all of the different areas of the haunt. Like Shango on the go, interacting with people in the in the world within the haunt. Oh, yeah. okay. I I was thinking it was even broader than that, where it was like when Shango we, going to the, all the billboards. Yeah, when you were when you were on the billboard, like yeah. just setting up a. So there's that was a, also an idea. So there's a wrestler who uh, he'll just like show up at random places where wrestlers are signing autographs, and he'll show up and try to charge like an obscene amount of money for his autograph. But the joke is nobody wants his autograph, and okay, so he's a well hated wrestler. He's not even really well hated. He's just no one gives a shit, right? <laughs> and okay. so he'll like he'll basically suitcase at these cons. Like he'll find a he'll find a table and he'll set up with like a banner and the whole nine yards. So if you didn't know he wasn't a guest, you would think he's a guest, right? But then the off part of it is he's charging like sixty dollars for his autograph. And nobody wants it, right? So it became a big joke, right? So last year when we dove into billboards, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we, like, set Shango up under a billboard with a shitty table and, like, a handwritten sign, like, autographs, $50 or whatever, and just, like, set up a camera of 
an all day, yeah, all day video like time lapse like oh of God. nobody coming. <laughs> <laughs> like, but very obviously, you were there for like six hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, because because over the span of however many hours, he would like read a book or like you know scratch his butt real obnoxiously or like eat a lunch. Or, like, you know, order Domino's and Domino's would deliver pizza to him or whatever. And the whole gag is he's just sitting under his billboard because he's on a billboard, right? Um, again, man, we got weird humor. and uh, That's good. To me, it's hilarious. Like, like, one whole day's worth of work for a 12-second video, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I mean, the first time. Yeah. If, if Shango goes on the go, can, can his... Pet Possum go with them? Yes. Once he attends his so, defense. So, Shango and Possum are, like, best friends. I think they just need to be best friends now. So I... Oh, my God. So the <laughs> Possum goes and finds the trinkets, and Shango sells it for them? Yeah. That's our business. Anyway. I've got a cactus. Uh, I think so. I... At MHC, I'm getting too old to search through garbage these days. So, <laughs> I started saying real quick, last night, as I was printing Shango's face on the back of the infected shirts, a ghost, like, like, so you know how, you know how sometimes people be making toast and Jesus shows up in the toast? Yeah. You know how that's a thing? The possum showed up on the Shango sh- No shirt. shit. Like um, every single print? Yeah, so I like. I have to see this design. And this is this is a he drew this before last October, before the possum was even a thing, right? Before Cause, cause we Rosie, even thought about making Shango shirts, I was like, I just want to draw Shango. Because Rosie was drawing the possum. Yeah, she was sending me up. Yeah, no, this was this was po- literally as I was printing. So like Shango's hat has the skull on it, right? And as I was printing it, um. I'm looking at it, and it's literally an image, if you, you know, don't look at it zoomed in, you know, you let your eyes relax, right? Yeah. The possum's head is upside down on Shango, and, like, the tail of the hat is the tail of the possum. Do you have that picture? Does anyone have that screen? It needs to be the shirt. There's the chair sound on our fucking podcast. That's not the first time. Um, You literally got up to go pee, shut up. Yeah, but I put my chair back so I can... Get up without moving it. Um, so, anyways, we made a we made a TikTok last night that I want you to know I did not fully sanction his actions. Uh, the, telling them. the possum was in the video, and you were not here. I'm really glad that everybody listening to the podcast will be able to see this shirt. The the possum was in a video. It was a setup for future things, though. So this is it. Yeah. Just like. But hold it, hold it up. Like hold, hold the shirt up for him, like the regular way. And tell me that isn't the possum upside down. Yeah, that's the possum head. upside down. Here, here. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 That happened. That happened. So you're officially on a shirt. I'm, I like it how I don't even get my own shirt. <laughs> I just accidentally got my own shirt. Um, but yeah. Um, what, what what happened in this video, Brett? Um, so I took the phone home last night to charge. 
because my charging station was a great idea unless you have the really high dollar cases. Yep. And then I, you have to pull it out of the case. I I'm have gonna have to, to get some that. like dongles. Yeah. To to yeah. Yeah. At any rate. Yeah. So um but they also took a ton of pictures last night with some of the Shangos in the haunt. So we've got some really good marketing things available for the next couple weeks to be able to share. Um but I do believe we should go on a on a Shango and Possum uh, side trip. Obviously, on it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you hear that, Morgan? That's your fiance. Dad? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I was so awesome. confused. <laughs> I was like, this oh, is fast. Shango, you're. You're. Uh, Officiating. Apparently, they have signed you up for a second wedding. Oh, yep. okay. I yeah, know. the Possum proposed to Morgan the last event, so. This event that the possums definitely was it not like with a hair at. tie or something? What was it with like a hair tie or something? It was like a keychain thing that some random customer gave me as a barter. I'm telling you, we just need to have like a. Should the possum have like a shitty flea market table of like? So I have proposed numerous times, just random one-off possum shit. I will buy shot. it though. You have to buy two of them, so I get, I get one of them. And I'm talking like a random large T-shirt with one design on it. But the trick is, when it sells, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Like we don't necessarily restock that shirt. Like if someone's like, "Oh my god, I really like that shirt. I want one." Good luck. We don't know where he got it. He just brings us random possum stuff, and we sell. So it. here's the problem, though. If we do that, I would want. I would have to buy two of everything to keep one for myself. But that's not the joke. I know, but like, like. So Brian can keep it for himself, not so the possum has it. Uh, I talked to the possum. The possum said, fuck Brian. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, me, podcast, Shango, and the possum. Just chilling? It, it, we were talking, and, and the possum's like, I like Brian, but... <laughs> like how the possum talks all of a sudden? <laughs> I like Brian, but Well, he implied. He implied. Well, Dude, he's actually been... really like fluent in sign language. There has been some uh, turmoil in the possum's life. A possible affair going on. He's, uh, you know, not happy. That poor guy. Slammed his... All right, well, thanks for listening to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently... um, Before we get into infidelity... I assume that the reason he was seen in this TikTok was because he's actually in some kind of... an AA meeting or something. Uh, yeah, he's following our viral. Uh, he's been taking some time for himself, um, figuring out what's important in life. I think he found Angus. Good, good for him. Yeah, good for him. So he might be part of the organization. <laughs> the um, the the col- uh, or organization. Yep. Drink oh. the flavor right. Yeah. Flavor, flavor aid. It's not cherry either. We have grape house here. Uh, but uh, oh man, we just we we went through so many topics. We did. Um, How are we going to advertise this? That's up to podcast. That's I think job. just black. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> what's that noise? What's that noise a, a goat makes? Some kind of bleat. Bleak. Yeah, that's that's what goats sound like. 
Am I wrong? I guess it's more of a sheep, huh? A sheep is like a bat. No, I'm not talking about that noise. Like, that's a sheep talking, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, that other noise that they make. Ugh. Um. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Uh, put that on your Instagram. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Some housekeeping. Um, Apparently, we have recently departed social media now, so So, go go, check that out. All five of you that are listening to this, go go follow us on everything. Go follow us on everything. May 13th and 14th, the Factory of Fear will be at Midwest Monster Fest. Halfway to Halloween. Halfway to Halloween. Um... On the 13th is from 4 to 11, and on the 14th it is from 11 to 7. And then the following weekend, May 20th and 21st, we have Oops All Shango Infected, Artificially and Naturally Fingered. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> tagline. That's not a ta- No. No, okay. that's just like a... a that bit. was on like one piece of advertising. We don't need to like repeat it every time we talk about it. <laughs> okay, it's a good piece of what, advertising. What should... Tagline should be... Damn, look at all that meat. <laughs> I think I went with... Um, still zombies, just a lot more Shango. No, that's is good that, too. Is that it? Yeah. That's I think on the actual flyer. Mm. Nice. Um... Which fun story I ordered flyers today, so we'd have them for Monster Fest. Sorry, checkbook. Also, check out the Factory of Fear social media. QC Factory of Fear literally everywhere, I think. Yep, pretty much. Mm. That, that should take you to all the things. Check out our viral TikTok. Make yeah. it more viral. Make yeah, it more all viral. five of you that maybe haven't seen it yet. Yes, make it more. Um, yeah? Or... You could just. Wow, awesome power. <laughs> Go, Go wait in the car. Brian. Go sit in the car. Oh my god.